0: Hey, everyone, this is time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman. And this is empowering astrology. I'm an astrologer and a psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And every week we gather to discuss the astrology to talk about how to work with the energy, but also to learn about stories. Because one of the things I love about astrology is that it helps us to see the bigger picture. It helps us to see these stories that are not just this week, or not even just this year, that these are stories that have been with us through perhaps the last five years, the last decade, and how we really can't lose sight of the bigger picture, because it's really these bigger stories that we keep coming back to. We keep keep turning the page and we keep learning more. And then, you know, as I was talking to someone um, a few days ago, it's like, wow, I I can start to see the threads and it's mind blowing. So yeah, we're going to talk about stories. this week. We're also going to talk about the Aries new moon that we have on April eleventh. But um, if you're watching live, do say hello, tell me where you're watching from. I can't travel, I have to travel through you. So I know that you all are some of you are in Canada and South Africa, you're in Europe, you're or even you're in uh, Australia. Well, you know, it's morning. You're waking up with me. So thank you for joining me again and again. Just to kind of reintroduce myself. My name is Katie Sweetman. I, you know, write under the name Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. And I just want to say a little quick shout out to those that are watching on the replay. Yes, you can watch this on YouTube, IGTV, or even listen on Spotify. Um little, you know, quick note. Um my April 2021 horoscopes are live. Yes, they moved to a video format at the start of 2021, so you can find them on YouTube. Um, you can find them on my website. And I always get this question, you know, like Katie, hey, which one should I watch? Should I watch for my sun sign. Should I watch for my for my rising sign? And I always say. Both, because you're sort of living these two stories. There's there's that word again, stories. You're living these two stories simultaneously. So you know maybe your sun sign resonates more one month, or maybe your your rising sign resonates another month. Um, for those who don't know what a rising sign is, because I always you know I can't assume you know you all are sort of coming to me at different levels. Um, Astrology is not just your sun sign. It's very important that we all sort of understand this. You are sort of this component of all these different archetypical energies. The sun, of course, is the most visible. It's one of the most important ones because it talks about the self and that sort of core identity or core archetype that you are living your whole life. But, you know, you have something called a rising sign, this exact moment that you are born and that sets you in time. And that helps to define what is your time to live because astrology is stories, but it's also about time and how you live time and how the time of your life unfolds symbolically. So speaking of time, let's look at the astrology of April 5th to 11th, 2021. Um, This week we are winding down a lunar month. So the conventional wisdom is that when we are getting to the end of a lunar month, it's time to get quiet. It's time to rest. And this is a lunar month that began back on March 13th. So, you know, last month, lunar months, they're 28, 29 days. Go figure. And this lunar month, it began with a new moon in Pisces. It's a pretty powerful new moon, had a lot of Neptune in it. It was saying to us that over the course of the four weeks until you know the, the 11th of April, which is when we have the next new moon, we're really looking through life through the lens of forgiveness, surrender, compassion, letting go, spirituality. And maybe when we start to look back, we see a story, we see a thread that runs through everything over the last four weeks. That new moon also directly touched on some eclipse energy. I know that life got a little loud for some of you. I I know because some of you are my clients, but uh, when we have eclipse energy, it means life sort of takes a twist. Or turn sometimes an unexpected twist or turn. That's something you know to go back to that Neptune energy, that Pisces energy. It's like, how do we just stop fighting? I mean that in the best possible way. I think that, and that's actually going to be a, a theme this week, April fifth through eleventh, twenty twenty one. Is like, how do we pick and choose our battles because? Aries, Aries season, we're still in Aries season, even though we're sort of got this one foot in a Pisces lunar month this week, Aries season is all about the fight. And I mean this in the best possible way, you need that fight. If you don't have the fight, you lose hope, you give up, you lay down on the ground, you don't do anything. But we need that Mars, we need that Mars energy to go after what we want to fight to have courage to have bravery. But we're human, we don't always make the best decisions. And sometimes what we think on paper is the best option. It's not really when you know, maybe we zoom out, or we meditate on it, or we sort of connect to maybe the divine plan. Neptune can sometimes speak of the divine plan. So I think that there's this like, where are we running into a wall, meaning we're trying to use all of our Aries energy, use all of our fight, use all of our go, but maybe it's not working. Maybe you're stuck, and and to uh, I was thinking about this today because it's something that comes up over and over again in my work with people. Katie, I'm stuck. What do I do? What is the astrology going to say? I'm going to be unstuck. So there are a few planets that will help us get us unstuck. Um, the thing is, they will do it through any means possible. It's not always the most pleasant way possible. It's better when we get ourselves unstuck. But um, often we're stuck. Because, and I I know this from personal experience, I know this from my clients experiences, we're stuck because we're trying to force an option that's not working. We've all done that. We've stood in the way of something. You know, maybe it's a fear. Maybe it's uh, we're afraid of kind of even taking that next step. Or maybe we're trying to force an option that isn't really an option. And so what happens? We get stuck. Nothing happens. So this week, as we're sort of got this Pisces energy over here. We got this Aries energy over here. And then we have Mars square Pluto, not square Pluto, Mars square Neptune this week. Um, you know, how do we know what battles to fight and what battles not to fight? You know, what is worth our time and our energy and what is just creating more suffering in our lives? And that's not always so clear. You know, maybe we have to take a step back. Maybe we have to get quiet. Maybe you have to reflect. You know, this week, um, we don't have a lot of big, um, what are called aspects, you know, we sort of have a little bit of a quiet lull, it's more about what's happening with the moon, as we go through this week, but things start to pick up at the end of the week. So, you know, to that point, we get to the 9th, we get to April 9th, and then we have Mars Gordon Neptune. So I was just saying that Mars is the energy of action and fight and like, let's go, let's do things. And then here comes Neptune. It's like the opposite. You know, Neptune, it doesn't work on the same level as your regular run of the mill planets. Those planets, they talk about life on a regular human <laughs> level, but Neptune talks about things on a spiritual level. It says that um, we can't always get what we want. I'm not a plug for the song, um, but how do we get what we need? Sorry, I just can't help myself just kind of doing some Rolling Stones lyrics. But seriously, but how do we You know, know again when to fight? How do we know when to sort of let go, surrender, trust, have faith? that there's something better at play, that maybe there's something beyond what we can even vision, or see right now. So it's sort of your homework this week. You know, where are you getting in your way? And I'm pretty sure some of you know exactly where you're getting in your way. And how do you start to let go of that grip? It's not easy. How do you sort of start to connect to this energy of Neptune that wants to dissolve? That's the thing about Neptune It's not working on the physical level. It's sort of working on this other level of energy, and it just wants us to dissolve. And that's why we sometimes get in a fog or unclear. We're sort of stuck in our illusions, but we have to sort of let go Of the ego, when we're in Neptune country, and we're a little bit in Neptune country this week, it's and this energy is going to be programmed into the new moon on April 11th. Um, I'll go into that new moon in just a moment. I also want to quickly touch on Chiron because also on March not March April 9th, um, Mercury is going to join Chiron in Aries in the sky. And I actually did a little bit of a deeper dive on Chiron last week. So I got a a lot of great feedback from you all. And that's fantastic because, you know, my job, of course, is to deliver information. But my job is to turn on light bulbs. I want you all to have some light bulbs go off. And some of you are like, oh, my God, like I can see how this keeps coming up in my life, you know, Chiron. Chiron talks about the pain and suffering that we all have, and there's a point in our chart that talks about pain and suffering. And it seems a little cruel that we would have a point in our chart that talks about pain and suffering. But this is the thing about, unfortunately, being humans. It's kind of something that we can't escape. And so there's always that thing, self-worth, voice, um, being heard, you know, being loved. The button that gets pressed over and over again. So I'm saying this in case, you know, Mercury comes up to Chiron on the 9th and we got the Mars square Neptune and we're like, there's a pain point that gets pressed later this week. And it's a pain point that if we think about it is a very familiar pain point. You know, maybe you want to you want to say something. You know, Mars and Aries, you want to say something that's passionate or inspires or that's important or gets your point across, but it hits it hits on something deeper. You feel like, you know, you can't speak. There's something stuck in your throat. Or maybe you have to have the courage later this week Actually, say what you need to say because so much about this Aries season, you know, there's a lot of Mars, or sorry, a lot of Aries. Aries is a fire sign, Mars is over in Gemini, Gemini is an air sign. We've got Mercury and Aries. We've got, you know, we'll have some other stuff going on this week. I think uh, we'll have some Aquarius moon, Aquarius is an air sign, so a lot of air and fire. And air and fire is very combustible. But we've got this thread this week where it's like, well, yeah, we want to move forward. Yeah, we want to we want this to happen. But it's bringing up a lot of complex emotional stuff. It's like we want to move on with our lives, but something's kind of still holding on. So it's just something for you all to pay attention to this week. And if you missed what I wrote, wrote, spoke about Chiron. can rewatch the video for last week. Uh, I can't even think what the the date was for last week right now. So let's talk about this Aries new moon. and Let's talk about stories. So this Aries new moon, now we have an Aries new moon every year. That's not so dramatic. Um, This time of year, yeah, the sun and the moon, they come together in Aries. It happens after the astrological new year. Yeah, this Uh, The first of spring, at least the first of spring here in the northern hemisphere, the equinox is the start of the astrological year. The sun goes into Aries, this time of new beginnings. But here we are, we're starting to get to the last leg of Aries season and we're only just now having a new moon. So there's sort of this delayed kicking in of energies, the delay of fresh starts and and new beginnings. Um, But this new moon, it talks about a story that began in 2008. And if you've been listening to me over the, the months and the weeks, and, and I talk about this from time to time. I talk about when Pluto went into Capricorn in January of 2008, and guess what? Pluto is still there. Pluto spends 16 years in Capricorn, so maybe you're thinking, "I'm not a Capricorn." But here's the thing about astrology: is that you are all t- 12 zodiac signs. You just have your sun in one of them, and Capricorn for you stands in for a certain part of your life capricorn might be your relationship sign it might be your sign of career it might be your sign of family so it could play a very important part in your chart and then in january 2008 pluto said to you i'm gonna start to rip everything out now to be fair pluto said that to all of us so there's been this long process kind of spare you all the details but here we are, this new moon on Sunday, April 11th. I think it's at 1031 p.m. Eastern. Um, I can, it will be April 22nd in Europe and Australia, and New Zealand. Um, I can't do the, the conversion on the spot, but you'll just have to all trust me. Um, and it's at 22 degrees of Aries. So at this point in our Pluto and Capricorn story, Pluto is all the way at 26 of Capricorn in the last five degrees, Capricorn. It took 13 years for Pluto to get there. But this new moon on April 11th, it's making what's called a square to Pluto. So this is sort of saying some interesting things. One, it's another thread in a story of transformation, tearing down, deconstruction, destruction, rebuilding. Um, That's been going on the last 13 years. If you are a Capricorn, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Life has been um, a lot of peaks and valleys over the last 13 years because you have had to deconstruct yourself, rebuild yourself. And then the other thing is that this new moon is sort of saying that in order to move forward, Aries, Aries new moon. We have to know two things. One, Mars Square and Neptune. We have to know which battles to fight. Where to let go, where not to let go, where to where do we need to forgive Neptune? Where are we out of where are we totally stuck in, in our own way? And then we also need to know what do we have to sort of destroy. I know it's a strong word. I'm a Scorpio. I'm not adverse to strong words, but Pluto in a way does talk about destruction. That's, I mean, all we have to do is go back to the beginning of 2020, just a year ago, when Pluto and Saturn came together in Capricorn like a wrecking ball. And I said to you all, this is not um, easy energy. This is tearing down something in our lives on a profound level. And well, look, 2020. So this energy is saying that in order to, to go forward, we have to tear something down. Now, this doesn't have to be huge and grand and something on a world event. No, but you all know, and, and I don't think it's in my show notes, but I'll go back and I'll put it I'll put an article called Pluto and Capricorn sign by sign. So you can get a little refresh, what part of your life has had this Pluto energy over the last 13 years. And so we have to revisit this process of tearing something down, um, rewiring something, rebuilding, re completely got renovating some part of ourselves, even if it's our psyche, even if it's our emotions. So this new moon is saying that in order to move forward, we have to break something down. And that could be something that's trapping us, that could be a fear, that could be an old job, it could be an old relationship could be something else. You all know it's relevant to your life, of course, but it's it's intense energy. It's not bad energy. I I think I got a DM from somebody about I don't don't know if it was this new moon or the full moon. That's at the end of this month. I can't remember. But that's the thing about astrology. There is no good or bad. There's just energy. And sometimes that energy can present in a very difficult way because something needs to happen. Everybody's different. Everybody's in a different place. Everybody's in a different story in their life. So I have sort of put this all on your radar. So you sort of know we're preparing for this new moon. We're resting this week. We're getting our strength. We're getting in touch with our intuition. We're clearing psychic space as we prepare to go forward into this new Aries phase. So let's look at what this new moon means for each of the 12 signs. So and of course, this is not just the sun signs. This is also the rising signs. So if you are an Aries happy happy birthday, Aries, yeah, this is your new moon. This is a new moon to sort of set the, the the intentions, the seeds, the new course for the coming 12 months for you. Aries, you know, your planet Mars is in Gemini. Right now, Gemini is a sign of voice and communication. So maybe right now you have a lot to say. Maybe you are trying to learn a lot, you know, take classes. And maybe you're even um, traveling because this is one of your traveling signs. Um, that said, you know, Aries, this talks about a story about your career. This is a story that's been going on for the last 13 years. And how do you in this new phase, this new personal year, it's your birthday, um, move forward and maybe moving forward means making some changes in your professional life? Could mean changing your direction. Um, it could mean having to you know, create a little bit more balance and flow. Um, kind of, I'm just thinking of a friend of mine who's an Aries, and like she, she's like, I can't keep working this much. I have to kind of create more balance. So maybe in order to move forward, just kind of using her, her as an example, um, you have to create more balance in your life so that there actually can, you know, you're not overwhelmed with responsibilities or overwhelmed with work. Um, If you've needed to make some major career changes, major career restructuring, this is your new moon. I will say that at the heart of this new moon for you is both this sort of, needing to let go in a way, maybe let go of sort of the expectations and the desires that maybe you thought were were good or where, where you need to go and allow something else to happen. And then because Mars is in Gemini, how do you weigh your options? How do you see your choices from a lot of different angles? But this is a powerful new moon for you, Aries, not just because it's your birthday, but it sort of threads back to this story that's been with you in your professional life and your career for the better part of a decade. Taurus. So this new moon is in what's called your 12th sign. So the 12th sign of the zodiac for you talks about your inner world. It's your intuition. It's your spirituality. It's a time to rest reset and let go. So maybe you're feeling a little bit more lower tempo of energy. This is the time the, the the conventional wisdom is that this is the new moon that you need in order to rest and prepare for your birthday season. So this is not a time to push it too much. But I think this new moon is talking about themes of value you know, something you Taurus, you are a very value conscious sign, both on a monetary level, physical level, but even on a on a non-physical level. So maybe you're sort of having to reevaluate a lot of your spiritual values with this, with this new moon. And to that point, Pluto is, you know, Picking up this long story around faith, truth and meaning for you that began in 2008 and started to break down a lot of old beliefs, anything that was holding you back, anything that was constricting you and then began to help you to see things differently, open up space. you know, like I said last week, Taurus, you are in a time of a lot of personal reinventions, transformations, new beginnings, turning your life upside down, life turning you upside down. It's kind of a very interesting time to be a Taurus at the moment, but um, don't neglect your inner GPS you have to listen to yourself, you have to, you're making a lot of big changes this year, and maybe a lot of big changes that are being made for you. So you have to make sure that you haven't lost your sort of internal voice, and the value of your spiritual connection. Gemini. So Aries for you is your sign of friends community, it's your hopes and your dreams and your wishes for the future. It's a very social network, social connection part of your astrology chart. So this new moon, of course, is a new beginning. It's time to reset your friends, your community. But it is threading back to a much deeper emotional, psychological transformation. That's been happening for the better part of a decade. And for you, Gemini, this is the time for you to get really deep, a time for you to dig into yourself even more. You're like, I can't can't, Katie. I'm sorry. You know, Gemini, you know, Mars is in your sign. So you're sort of like, I want to take action. I want to go. I want to move. But then you've got that Mars Neptune. So how do you sort of allow yourself? And maybe this is the beauty of being Gemini. You're malleable. You're what's called a mutable sign. You go with the flow. And how do you get in sync with some sort of higher plan, higher calling for your life because you have Neptune right now, it's been there for more than a few years in your career sign. So this is just a reminder that you need friends, you need allies, you need connections. But maybe there's something that needs to be discussed with a friend or maybe you're wondering if you can trust a friend or if somebody somebody's going to be there for you. But maybe you're even like wondering about your place in the world and even if you have value in the world. But I think that this is a time to really work on friendships and to be very present with whatever deeper emotional, psychological or even shadow themes that are coming up for you. Gemini. Um, Cancer. So Cancer, this is happening in your career sign. Yes, Aries represents the top of your chart. It's career for you. And so this new moon is a natural time in your personal calendar to get a new job, to make a career change, to get you know a promotion or do something different or steer your life in a different direction. And I think with Mars and Gemini for you, Gemini is what's called your last sign. There is an element with this new moon about needing to kind of like let go of some of the maybe the, the like you're doing a lot of driving with this full moon and full moon, new moon. But how do you let take the hands off the wheel a little bit? Because I think that this new moon for you, Cancer, it's maybe not about what you want 100 percent. Maybe to that point, I said way back when I was talking about things in general, it's like you have to find that sweet spot between knowing, you know, actually actively participating and driving your life and going after what you want and maybe picking your battles, maybe surrendering, maybe listening more to your intuition and maybe sort of addressing these deeper existential themes that might be playing on your mind right now. Now, if this is your new moon to get a new job or make a change in your professional life, maybe you're wondering about these these deeper existential questions like, is it all worth it? You know, is this new job or is this direction going to fulfill me? Does it fulfill my soul? So maybe you're having to do a little bit of a soul searching with this new moon to get your professional life, to get your ambitions, to get your direction in alignment with something that's really going to feed you and feed your soul and feed you on a much deeper level. Leo. So this is the part of your chart that talks about faith, truth, wisdom, Aries for you is a very inspirational sign. It wants you to get out there in the world. It wants you to search and explore normal times. This would be a new moon to hop on a plane to go to another country to go on a long distance journey. But this is you know, how do you do that? Maybe in other ways. You maybe you are focusing on your education with this new moon, you are searching the world without actually physically (laughs) searching the world. Um, Maybe this is a new moon that focuses on education for you, maybe thinking about going back to school or sort of these bigger themes around wisdom and knowledge and philosophy and the meaning of it all um, to you know, that said, where has the um, long story been happening for you over the last decade or so? It's been happening in your sign of health and wellness. How do you take care of your body? How do you organize your day? How do you show up how to get grounded? And maybe there's this, you know, if you need to think about things in a radically different way. Um, Maybe your whole work situation or how you organize your day is sort of predicated on certain beliefs that just don't work anymore. Maybe this is about, you know, illuminating um, something about your day to day life, something about a project. Maybe you're getting involved with a creative project or something about broadcast media or publishing. So that could be something about this new moon. Um, To be fair, Mars is square Neptune and Neptune is in the part of your chart that talks about these kind of deeper emotional themes for you, learning to get in touch with your intuition. And, you know, Aries for you, Leo, is the part of the chart that does talk about standing up for your truth, standing up for your convictions. And, you know, what do you believe in? Are you ready to share it with the world? Does that scare the pants off of you? Um, Because it's a very vulnerable and naked thing to sort of put yourself out there and say, this is what I believe in. And it's not to say you don't be a jerk about it and say that this is what I believe in. It's the only thing that people can believe in. But how do you really stand up for yourself and honor your faith, your truth, your wisdom? Virgo. Okay, just make sure I didn't, I didn't skip anybody. Virgo. So this new moon is happening in what I call your eighth room of your astrology house, this room that we all have to go into at some point throughout the year, if not longer. And it's in the eighth room that we go to face ourselves. It's a very psychological room. It's a very emotional room. It's a necessary room because it's in this space that we transform, that we, we are reborn we we have that al- that necessary spiritual alchemical pressure so that we can learn about ourself in a in a way that we would never would be able to learn about ourselves. So If a lot of strong emotions are coming up with this new moon, um, don't be surprised if you're having to navigate themes of life and death. I know the D word is a little, uh, but I mean that more metaphorically, of course, um, this sort of rebirth process. And what is power to you, Fargo? Who has power? Do you have power? Or do other people have power over you? It's a time for you to get very vulnerable and to open up intimately and to reveal yourself to others. Pluto, on the other end of things, Pluto is in the part of your chart that talks about you, who you are, how you express who you are. And this long decade plus story of you completely tearing down who you are and rebuilding it. Because if you are only showing up in life 5%, I'm just making that number up. And Pluto is saying this is not who you are, you're not 5%, then this new moon is really helping you to face what is in the way of you being more than just 5%. For example, is it a fear? Is it the past? Is it trauma? And so this new moon for you is sticking into some, you know, kind of personal, deep emotional psychic spaces. But I, you know, I'm saying this is Scorpio, it's a necessary process in order for you to get out of your way, and you to reveal yourself on a level that you have never revealed yourself. So Mars square Neptune, how do you release? How do you surrender? How do you let go of the things that maybe you never thought you would release, surrender and let go of? So powerful new moon, a time of both psychological healing, but looking at the places that you self-sabotage so that you can stop self, self, self self-sabotaging and be you and be you 100 um, percent. Libra. So Aries is your relationship sign. So this is the natural part in your personal calendar for you to focus on other people. Yes, it's not about you right now. It's about other people. With that in mind, what does it mean for things to be about other people? It means that you have to negotiate with people. You have to cater to other people's needs right now. It's you sort of have to put your own desires and, 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 and will and, and figure out how to what, what is the best option that suits everybody. This new moon may bring in new partnership, new people, new relationship that is relevant to you, of course. If you are an existing relationship, it's rehighlighting the relationships that you're in. Do know Libra that this is not just romantic relationships, it is all relationships, because the relationship sign is where you learn how to compromise, how to interact, how to socialize and how to do things not alone. And this is something that astrology teaches us, but teaches us in other places. And this is for everybody, is that astrology teaches us that we can't do things alone. We need help, we need support, we need a buddy. We're we're humans, we can't do things, we're not solitary creatures. So, this new moon is sort of re highlighting that natural importance of other people in your life. That said, where's Pluto? Pluto is at the bottom of your chart, it's in the part that talks about home and family, and it's been there for over a decade. So maybe home and family, your experiences growing up, some sort of deeper emotional material is is or has been or still is driving how you connect to people. If you're afraid to open up, if you're afraid to connect, how do you do the work this coming lunar month? How do you let something go? Because Pluto, if you think back, Libra, your home environment, both physical, non physical, emotional, spiritual, uh, is very different than it was in 2008. Perhaps radically different. And maybe you've had to deal with a lot of sometimes p- really powerful and even poignant stories over the last 10 years. And all of this is about you having a new foundation in your life. And these foundations, they don't get created overnight, it actually sometimes takes 15 years. Now, it's a long time, but astrology can deal in these much larger cycles of time. So, really pay attention to these old stories coming up about relationships and how they thread back to family, the past, memories, and sort of making sure that you are getting your needs met. Even though it's about other people right now, it's not to the point where you are completely capitulating what you need at the moment. Scorpio, Aries is your sign of work and projects, health and wellness. So this is the new moon for you to get moving, to get going. You know, maybe it's time to refocus on your physical life. We've all been cooped up for months, so it's let's go go for a walk, let's go to the gym, let's you know reinitiate and reinvigorate our um, our you know. Taking care of ourselves, taking care of our bodies. Sorry, I can't think. Um, so, this is the time when you are sort of looking at your day to day life, getting organized, doing some spring or autumn if you're a southern hemisphere, cleaning. Yeah, clean out, purge, what you do best, Scorpio. Um, having Aries in this part of your chart is one of the reasons why Scorpio is notorious workaholic. And to that point, maybe. Don't work so hard, Scorpio, maybe you need to kind of find a little bit more balance in your life. And maybe that's where Mars is square Neptune right now. And you can't go it so hard. Mars is in Gemini for you, Scorpio, Mars is your planet, Scorpio. And you've been doing a lot of deep, d- deep diving, deep digging since the beginning of March, because you're in your eighth room, the room that I was saying for Virgo, But when we're in the eighth room, and this is a room that is a very Scorpionic room in general, you have to face yourself. So Scorpio, you're doing what you do best or maybe do too well, or maybe you destroy yourself. You. Yes, you you Scorpio are having to face yourself at the moment, and maybe that is shifting, changing, transforming how you um, how you do your day to day life, how you do work how you do projects, how you do health. Um, Pluto, our friend Pluto, Pluto has been in your sign of voice and communication for a decade more. And you have had to find the power of your voice, the power of communication, the power of your mind. Scorpio keeps so much stuff close to the vest. How do you begin to reveal more things, you know? in in reason, of course. So this full moon is sort of asking you to make different changes, different choices, powerful new choices, and to maybe go into some different directions, but also to clean things out, clean things out physically and clean things out psychologically. Um, And this will, of course, set you up for a really powerful second half of the year. Sagittarius. So this part of your chart talks about you, but you in a not like the rudimentary you, but you like, how do you express who you are? What are your gifts, your talents, your abilities? Um, How do you express the essence? of who you are. So this is a new moon that on one level is about fun, creativity. Yes. Time to have fun, Sagittarius. time to get creative, time to let your hair down, so to speak, and to let other people feel what is it that makes you you. This new moon is to uh, reconnect with your inner child, maybe even to be with more children, if that, of course, is relevant or pregnancy, of course that is relevant to you, this new moon might be that new moon for you Um, with Mars and Gemini, your relationship sign. So yeah, maybe you're having fun with other people. Maybe there's some romance, maybe it's about connection, maybe it's about interaction. Um, That said, Mars is square Neptune, Neptune is way up or way down. Sorry, I'm doing the math wrong way down in your sign of home and family and, and maybe if somebody is coming into your life or maybe if you're dealing with a, a relationship issue like how do you let go of something very old from the past from family from your ancestors forgive something from the past and then of course there's Pluto. Pluto has been in your sign of money and income material stability since January 2008. So, yes, there has been a long money story that has been playing out over the last decade or so. If this is all about relationships, if this is all about you, then Pluto is pulling at a thread around self-worth and value. The value of you and relationships, the value of creativity, the value of what you have to create and share with this world. So maybe this is a little bit of a powerful new moon for you because it is pinging off that Mars and Mars is in a part of your chart that is sort of presaging some of the eclipse energy that we're going to have in May and June. Um, So yeah, maybe this new moon as you get into the second half of April, it's kind of an interesting time for you. Sagittarius. Capricorn. So this part of your chart is happening in home and family areas for you represents the base and the foundation. So this is the natural time in your personal calendar to move, to make changes in your home, to put down roots, to focus on family. And maybe, you know, since it's Aries, the home environment is not exactly peaceful. Aries likes to move. It likes to get things to go. Um, Mars is over in Gemini. Gemini for you is about projects and maybe you're doing a lot of projects in the home. Yeah. So check my mouth for a moment. Yes, it is about projects. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're moving home, maybe you're packing up boxes or maybe you're rearranging your home. Maybe you're cleaning your home. But the home environment is not this nice, peaceful, quiet time for you, unfortunately, Capricorn. But um, this new moon is also picking up that very old Pluto story. I say old because, you know, it's been since January 2008. Um, Pluto is has well has been tearing you down, rebuilding you, reconstructing you. Um, it has not been an easy process for Capricorns. I'm pretty sure if you're watching, if you are Capricorn, you're probably like, "Yep." And if you are an early Capricorn, meaning you were born near the 21st, all the way to the end of December, this was more of a really powerful process that happened. Um, over the first, let's say, 2008 to like 2012. And it's those of you who are born towards the end of Capricorn now, you know, my January 16, 17, 18, 19 babies, um, that you're getting it now. Your life is sort of reordering, restructuring, reforming. And maybe it's this very intense process for some of you. but this is sort of touching on these deeper emotional and psychic themes around home and family. Am I safe to transform? What do I need with all these massive changes in order to re regroup, reroot, re- rebase myself? Um, because when life sort of is getting you or pushing you, that's the thing about Pluto. Pluto gets you out of your way by any means possible, and sometimes it will show you you part of you that's actively getting in your own way but maybe you just need to kind of get back down to basics right now get a new home or make sure your your existing home is the support that you need in order to go through this really powerful transformative time and you know mars square neptune how do you start to sort of let some things go from the past aquarius second to last sign Aquarius, this is the part of your chart that talks about voice and communications. This new moon is activating a story about how you speak, how you think, how you learn, you know, with it, you know, this being a new moon. Maybe you have a lot to say. Mars is in Gemini's. Maybe you really have a lot to say. Maybe it's a time of creativity. Um, I think I spoke about this in my um, my my horoscopes for April 2021 for. Aquarius, so I might repeat might be repeating myself a little bit. But if this new moon you know, with Mars over in Gemini, Gemini is what's called your fifth sign. If this new moon is talking about the voice. Now, anybody can well, almost anybody can open their mouth and say something. It can just be sound. It can just be words. But how do you give those words life? How do you put yourself into those words? And those words don't necessarily have to be spoken. They can be written. Um, But there's this kind of bigger theme going on with this new moon about you really inhabiting what you have to say, what you have to communicate, your ideas. Um, Maybe this new moon is also talking about education. Maybe you're taking classes. Maybe this is this restless, creative, um, curious time for you. Aquarius. Um, With Mars square Neptune, your Neptune is in the part of your chart that talks about value. How do you make choices because Aries is also the sign of choice for you? How do you make choices that are aligned with something greater something higher, Um, maybe in alignment with spiritual values? And maybe if you're an intuitive or you're thinking about opening up your intuition, this new moon can also pick up on those themes as well. Um, For you, Aquarius, that Pluto energy is happening in what's called your 12th sign. The 12th sign represents in the astrology chart this very quiet, intuitive, sacred, space or space that we can also get lost in. But maybe this new moon is really helping you to look at your blind spots, deconstruct what's in your way, or or to break down anything that's preventing you from listening to your intuition. This could also mean listening to your internal guidance. We all have this deep internal guidance within us, and we don't listen to it because we're stuck in our minds and maybe this new moon is talking about that like aquarius i know you got a lot of big thoughts a lot of big ideas but sometimes all those thoughts can sort of suppress or get in the way of the information that actually we need to be hearing or listening to or, or feeling pisces last but not least pisces this is the part of your chart that talks about um about money income stability security resource there's this this time in your in your personal chart for you to focus on this very kind of nuts and bolts part of being a human on this planet so maybe you're making purchases maybe you're looking more at your bank account maybe you're more value conscious or resource conscious doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to just be buying things. You can also be swapping, sharing, gathering. But there is an element of needing to focus on what do I need in order to feel safe and secure right now? We all, you know, we're human beings. We need shelter, we need food, we need water, we need, you know, s- s- money to cover our basic necessities, of course. So we're sort of thinking about this nuts and bolts time right now. Pisces. Um, with Mars and Gemini, this the part of your chart that talks about home and family. If, you, if this is very much about resource and money and purchasing, maybe it's stuff about home. Maybe you are moving. Maybe you're buying things for your home. Maybe you're getting a mortgage. Maybe you're having to Kind of gather the things that you need in your home environment to feel rooted and grounded. I mean, to be fair, we've all been through a lot in the last year and maybe Pisces, you're feeling it. You need to get back to basics, back to resources. Um, to, a little side note, Neptune's been in your sign since 2011, 2012. I know it's a long time. Uh, Neptune spends 14 years in each of the zodiac signs. So Neptune's been in Pisces since 2011, 2012. Neptune's making you Pisces even more sensitive than normal. But this is, to be fair, has been going on for almost a decade. Um, If you are born towards the end of Pisces, you're starting to feel this more so than, let's say, those that are born at the beginning of Pisces. And and maybe you're having to let go of a lot. Maybe you're having to feel a lot, release a lot Um, if you're feeling a little bit more emotional than usual. Like, am I safe? Do I have enough? Um, Don't be surprised. That Pluto energy that we were talking about earlier is happening in what's called your 11th sign. 11th sign is about friends and community. It's about the world—it's collective, it's humanity. So as you start to focus on getting what you need on a resource, monetary, or emotional, and or home level, maybe you have to think about the bigger questions: where, what is this all worth? You know, where's my place in the world? What's who's my community? Where do I belong? Where's my home, and where does my home sort of connect to this larger, uh, bigger picture for you? Um, But, you know, Pisces do keep in mind that you're on the cusp of some bigger changes. We're going to go up into eclipse season next month and then Jupiter is going to go into Pisces on May 13th. So you're really on the edge of some bigger things. And I think this new moon is preparing you for some of these bigger changes. So that is the Aries new moon in all the 12 signs. Thank you all for listening um, to another live look at the astrology. Yes, that Aries new moon takes us out of the week, it sort of ends the week. It's late on Sunday, April 11th. That's April 12th for some of you who are further afield. So again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm with Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at EmpoweringAstrology.com. I'm on Facebook. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, I'm also on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Maybe you're watching the replay on IGTV. I'm on YouTube. And on Twitter, uh, I think, that's, I think that's it, um, but also book a consultation with me. Of course, I know some of you are clients, um, but yes, thank you all for joining me again and again. I love connecting with you all and working with you all and helping you to see the bigger stories of your life, because you can't look at the future without looking at the past. They are integral. This is just part of my philosophy as an astrologer. So I will see you all next week. Until then, be well, be safe. Bye.